0: Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 203 General Psychology with Professor Mark Lenner. I hope you listen and enjoy. Now we're in Unit 7, and in this unit, we're going to explore psychological disorders and therapy. And our first module really talks about the basic concept of a psychological disorder, a psychological disorder is a syndrome that's marked by clinically significant sig- um, disturbance by individuals' cognition, the way they think, their emotion regulation, or their behavior. And that's the standard uh, American Psychological Association definition. So it has to deal with you know, behavior, thoughts, emotions that are dysfunctional or maladaptive, and it often is associated with distress. Now, we have different ways of understanding what causes a psychological disorder and one is a a medical model and just like a hospital you go in if you've got uh, an illness you're kind of put on the floor based off what type you know if it's a bad back or it's a heart condition or or something like that Um, they're dealing with the problem that you have and Early on, a lot of people who had mental disorders were put in asylums, but eventually hospitals overtook that. And um, so instead of being hit away, they're now treated with different therapy. And so we understand that uh, we're trying to understand that there are some genetic components that cause this, or some issues with brain structure. And so, uh, but also we go back to that biopsychosocial approach where We say, what about the biology, what about the psychology, what about the social, cultural component that's contributing to this mental illness? The, um, probably the the standard that we use is called the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. And the current um, volume is the DSM-5. And what this does is it classifies different, disturbances, mental disorders and uh, to give what are the uh, traits or what are the uh, symptoms of that and um, it helps provide proper treatment and things but that's not the only way, that's what we use in America but there are other parts of the world that use different classifications. Um, sometimes they they have different uh, uh, disagreements over different what constitutes a, uh, a disorder, a mental disorder. Um, the uh, one was ADHD. You know, what is the diagnosis of that? You know, you may have heard that in the last few years they've, uh, they've prescribed much more medication for children uh, being diagnosed with ADHD, but, you know, there's still controversies about what actually is the diagnosis, what are the symptoms. Um, you know, what's causing that, and uh, so, um, but even though there's some uh, dispute among different psychologists and psychiatrists, the bottom line is that um, ADHD is, is uh, connected to extreme inattention, uh, hyperactivity, impulsivity, and um, it can involve, affect social and academic and work achievements. there are some medications that can be provided for, um, for children and adults and also some different type of therapies. The, um, one of the issues is, is some child just a high energy child or is there really a, a diagnosis of ADHD? And so uh, people will probably still um, just debate about this topic for a while. Another one is understanding suicide. What makes someone want to kill themselves? Um, Of course, it's not uh, surprising that with higher rates of anxiety and depression are associated with higher rates of suicide. Um, The, um, if people have depression or anxiety, they get better, but it comes back, then the risk for suicide increases. Sometimes we've seen recently a news story about social media, where they're trying to uh, encourage people to commit that. Uh, so it's um, it's it's a difficult thing to predict. It's difficult to understand. And um, but uh, I know psychiatrists are trying to understand what are the triggers and that lead someone to end their life. Um, If you know someone who is thinking about it, uh, don't brush it off, Uh, listen, empathize. Um, You um, um, want to connect them to some uh, type of counseling or you may need to even take them to a psychiatric unit if they're uh, thought about how to kill themselves That they've really given it thought. Um, Personally, I've actually had to call an ambulance on someone because they were talking about Committing suicide, and so while I was on the phone with them, I had someone else call the ambulance. So uh, they may be upset with you, but at least you were able to provide them the help they needed. The um, um, one of the things we want to be aware of is uh, risk to harm to self or others, and. this is when you know we have a desire either to cause ourselves harm or that we've talked about causing others. Um, Self harm may manifest itself in things like burning or cutting the skin, hitting themselves, uh, driving nails into their skin. Um, but um, you know this may be a result of bullying or harassment or any other type of of, of uh, negative treatment toward the person and uh, so they they often turn the rage toward themselves. Um, So why do they, people do this? Uh, Sometimes it's find relief from the negative thoughts that they're having by the distraction of the pain. Um, Sometimes uh, adolescents when others as well can do this as a way to draw attention and rather than asking for help directly people notice what they're doing and then they'll respond and provide that help. Maybe they feel guilty and they wish to punish themselves. Um, so and it could be that that's the behavior that their peer group is participating in. So you need to understand, there's, there's many things to consider when understanding why people hurt themselves. Um, here gives a uh, some percentages about different uh, psychological disorders, and so you see the um, this is sort of the U.S. population, and you can see the depressive disorders, uh, bipolar at the top, and then obsessive compulsive is near the bottom. And while there's not a thankfully not a, a huge percentage of our population, there are. Uh, these percentages represents people that you may know um, that you may care about that in your family or in your church and that you um, hopefully by understanding these conditions you might be able to provide them or point them toward the help they need so let's talk a little bit about anxiety disorders uh, obsessive compulsive disorders, and post-traumatic stress disorder anxiety disorders can be grouped in a variety of ways one is a generalized anxiety disorder where People are just tense, apprehensive in a general state, kind of like when you're the autonomic nervous system, when there's a stressor coming your life and your, your um, blood pressure and your breathing and things increase, uh, sort of that state. Um, panic disorder is when it's a, uh, a time where there's um, episodes of intense dread in which people may just feel genuine terror and they may have chest pains, they may have they're choking, they're frightened, they, they often think they have a heart attack but um, it's, um, it can be, re- it's a real thing and it can be debilitating if it does happen. A phobia is just a irrational fear of something um, or avoidance of something that um, in general everyday life would normally considered uh, you know, a pretty safe thing to do. Um, so, what are the most popular or most um, well-known types of phobias? Just uh, you can see the, um, um, you know, people have a fear of like of water or, or things, but uh, actual phobia that would prevent um, you know, any interaction with either water or blood or Closed spaces, animals, heights, things like that, where it prevents your behavior. It's causing a dysfunction in your behavior and your thinking. and You may not enjoy being at the top of a tall building, but it probably doesn't affect your life in every day. But if you have a phobia, it does. <coughs> Excuse me. Obsessive-compulsive disorder is a combination of obsess- obsession about thinking about something and compulsion, which is a behavior. So it's repetitive, they're unwedded or repetitive thoughts, uh, obsessions, and they continue throughout the day and, and throughout everyday life. Um, sometimes they just seem never-ending, whether uh, if your hands are clean or uh, if you've, um, you know, locked the door or just a variety of things. Uh, the um, Usually this is more common in teenagers, and young adults, and not to say it doesn't happen in older adults, but uh, it's more prevalent in adolescents. We also see this in hoarding and when people just collect things and uh, never dispose of them. Um, this idea of uh, when you have a body dys- uh, dysmorphic disorder, when you have um, uh, unreal view of how you look, you know, you're too fat or you think you're too thin or or, or a variety of things. Um, And uh, so the other one that we often hear associated with uh, military, but it doesn't have to be military, it can be uh, any type of event that happens is post-traumatic stress disorder. So after a stressful event The idea that you're having memories, nightmares, um, avoidance, um, withdrawal from uh, situations, anxiety, and it can, you know, last for weeks or it can even last longer than that. Um, And if you've gone through a stressful event and then later on you encounter stress again, then that promotes the recurrence of that. So, why do we have this? Part of it is that our brain are changed by experiences. If you've gone through war, if you've gone through violence of some sort, and those aren't the only uh, examples, but um, there are two that were kind of known. They, it can actually change how your brain works, um, and um, we get this idea of it creates fear and uh, the neurons develop these fear tracks about these ways that we start thinking that are fearful. Uh, Over arousal, things that normally wouldn't cause a problem, um, but um, do if you hear, if you were in a war zone and then you hear a car backfire, you might be reminded of that uh, incident in the war and then uh, experience those feelings that you had over in the war zone over again. Um, our next section is Major Depressive Disorder and Bipolar. The um, um, terms to that we're going to focus on here is anxiety, depression, and major depression and bipolar, and depression is really the leading cause of disability worldwide, not just United States but across the, across the globe. Um, and it's really the number one reason that people seek out mental health Um, and there are different types of uh, disorders and uh, we won't go through every one but um, it um, classifies the DSM-5 classifies them in a variety of ways and you can see the list here and uh, each one of them is impactful if you have that if you're experiencing that and so those are um, those are, you know, serious issues to uh, be concerned with. A bipolar disorder is what has been known in maybe the past is a manic depression. Um, and so there's a sense where you go from a sense of hopelessness and lethargy where you just don't have any energy and then an overexcited state of mania. And people can fluctuate between the two. Um, it's less common than just uh, regular depression, but it can be debilitating because uh, it can really interfere with your life functions. It's often a predictor of suicide. There, um, um, there's really no gender differences between males and females, but it is, uh, we're starting to see it more among adolescents. We're trying to understand what causes this. Is there a genetic component to it? And, um, and they've done twin studies and if one twin has um, a bipolar um, disorder, there's a 40% chance that the other twin has it. Um, and, the, um, and so the use of functional MRIs and other instruments are used to try and understand what's going on in the brain during this time. um, What's happening inside that and what's communicating between the uh, different areas of the brain are pathways that normally should be there not working. And um, there's, we found that there is actually a tie with nutrition and depression and that uh, a good healthy diet lowers your risk for depression and also alcohol raises the risk for depression. The um, um, and so, you can see from this chart they've done twin studies, identical twins and fraternal twins. And um, the, what are the chances if you have one of these Ill, uh, disorders that you'll have another? Um, the lowest one was a generalized anxiety disorder and that looks, you know, slightly lower than 30 percent. But um, uh, issues such as schizophrenia and, and uh, bipolar disorder can really have a high uh, correlation. Doesn't mean that you will have it, but it just means the chances are greater if your identical twin has this disorder that you may have. So it lends um, credence to the belief that there's a genetic component to these disorders. Um, Social cognitive perspective is, um, you know, dealing with negative thoughts, um, negative uh, moods, and uh, that we found that women are about twice as likely to be vulnerable to depression and tend to overthink situations or uh, maybe there's a pessimistic style, but um, there may be cultural forces that contribute to this, but regardless, they do find um, women tend to report depression uh, twice as much as men. Um, the, um, um, the, there's a uh, kind of a circle that comes around, and you see it on this graph here, about stressful experiences lead to a negative explanatory style and uh, means that you explain the situation or understand the situation in a negative way That affects your mood and that causes changes in the way you think and behave and that leads to other stressful situations. So therapists try to um, bring about differences in this and try to break those, especially the explanatory style. And our uh, final one is uh, for schizophrenia and other disorders. And schizophrenia is really characterized by delusions, hallucinations, disorganized speech, and um, is part of a group called psychotic disorders. The um, signs of schizophrenia are when someone has a disturbed perception or belief, they have hallucinations, maybe they feelings of paranoia, they believe someone is out to get them. Um, Maybe they have what we call a flat affect where they're not showing emotion and or maybe they have inappropriate uh, emotions. Um, There can be chronic, uh, meaning long-lasting schizophrenia and acute which lasts for a a short but intense time. The, um, we, researchers have found that there is overactivity with dopamine in schizophrenics and um, that there's low activity in the frontal lobe of the brain and the thalamus and the amygdala. And so there is a component with just the brain structure, the, uh, the uh, neurotransmitters and that contributes as well. The, um, some things have contribute to, uh, to schizophrenia such as low birth weight, maternal diabetes. If a um, Father is older, um, and de- oxygen de- deprivation during the delivery. Um, Sometimes during the pregnancy, different types of illnesses can contribute to uh, schizophrenia, uh, especially flu during a um, pregnancy. The um, um, it's a really um, a group of disorders, though, it's influenced by many genes, not just uh, each with a real small effect, but cumulatively, it causes problems. And um, you can see in this chart here, it compares fraternal twins, which, again, are not DNA connected, and identical twins which share the same DNA. And just the uh, percentages of those who have schizophrenia in both sets of uh, both twins in different countries, and so, um, so it's it's something that definitely has a genetic component. A dissociative disorder is um, the uh, it's one of those rare disorders where it becomes conscious. It used to be called uh, multiple personality disorders, and but now they're called dissociative disorders we become dissociated from our previous memories, or previous thoughts. It's like a completely different person. And uh, so there's where someone would have almost two or more distinct identities. Um, another disorder that uh, we often look at is an antisocial personality disorder. Sometimes referred to as uh, sociopathy or psychopathy. And people who have that usually have Lower emotional intelligence; they aren't able to really understand and respond to the emotions of others. Impulsive behavior, and uh, we're trying to understand the biological and uh, psychological and environmental components of that. Eating disorders is the idea when you have a, a, a improper understanding or perception of who you are, what your body is, and you feel like you either, with anorexia, that you are too thin, I mean that you're too fat and you must get thinner. Uh, Bulimia is when you um, ingest food, but then you often uh, regurgitate that out, vomit that out, and so that um, binging back and forth. Um, A lot of things that can contribute to these areas. You might have uh, hereditary, you know, there may be your parents dealt with these disorders, but was this, dealt with in the environment which you grew up in, and also, (coughs) what's the uh, cultural components? What are they telling you is what is an attractive uh, young woman or young man? So, um, And what does the media say is attractiveness? So all these contribute to this. Well, that ends this lecture, and we'll uh, see you in the next one.